God is good. John 4, starting in verse number 1. Jesus knew the Pharisees had heard that he was baptizing and making more disciples than John. Though Jesus himself didn't baptize them, his disciples did. So he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He had to go through Samaria on the way. Eventually he came to the Samaritan village of Sakar, near the field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well. I've called today's message, Sit Down. Sit Down. As you age, and I know many in this room are experiencing that, as you age, I'm 42 this year, and I know I don't look a day over 41. As you age, weird things start to happen, don't they? It's like, as you age, cell phones either get closer or further away from your face. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're looking at this, it's like watching a teenager say, Mom, look at this, and they're like, all the way back. As you age, interesting things happen. As you age, I've noticed that I no longer, my body no longer hurts just from activity. My body now hurts from sleep. (laughs) Has anyone else realized that? Like, you're walking around like, oh, what happened? I slept funny. Like, that's that's all it took. Eight hours unconscious, I'm in pain. It's interesting, eh? Like, when when you're younger, you can just get in and out of a car without any drama. As you age... Getting in and out of a car requires noises. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm in. And then when you get out of the car, yeah. Never used to have to make noises getting in and out of the car. The other thing I've, I've noticed as I've gotten older is um, most days I now need a sit down. Anyone else notice that? Like I never needed a sit down. You know, you get to the point of the day and I'm like, man, I just, I just need to sit down for a little while. Never needed that before. Now it's like a new thing I have to do. Bex is like, you all right, babe? I said, I, I, look, I just need to sit down for five minutes. I, don't, I never knew that this, but it's a wonderful thing to sit down. I, I fully encourage it, endorse having a sit down from time to time. It just, I don't know what it is. I just need to regain some kind of vitality that only the sit down can provide for me. A sit down, it's a wonderful thing. And we can all find ourselves in times and seasons along the journey where we just need to sit down for a while. Maybe that's the way you came into church this morning. Maybe the season you're in in your life or you've been through some stuff, you're like, man, I just, I just feel like I need to sit down for a little bit. In this passage, we see Jesus going on a journey and he, he's tired and he's worn out from the journey and he sits down by a well. And as I read this passage of scripture, I really felt God speaking to me personally out of it. And I want to share some thoughts with you guys from it and I want to encourage you in your walk today just to sit down down. I've got a few thoughts with you. First one is this. Number one, it's okay to sit down. It's okay to sit down. Have you ever been to an event where you had to stand for something and then they forgot to tell you to sit down again? So awkward, right? I was at a wedding once and the minister was like, please stand for the bride. And then oh, you did that for us. And then, and then they forget to tell you. So everyone's standing there uncomfortably and awkwardly going, is it okay to sit? Like, and, and you can't verbalize it, so you just look across at people going, no idea, just hoping and waiting and praying that he remembers, let us sit down, brother. Like, is it okay for me to sit? And then there's always the grumpy old grandma who's like, stuff this, I'm sitting down. Like, she just, she just takes over and, and does her thing. Like, is it, oh, is it okay for me to sit down? And I've learned that we can, 
go through the seasons of our life where we have the similar thing. Like, is it okay if I sit down for a bit? Like, is it okay? Like, even in our Christian walk, we can we can have this 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 thought. Like, is it okay for me just to sit for a while? Like, is it okay for me to stop and to let my body and my soul just rest and heal for a season? You know, the Christian life can be so busy. It can be like I just described my week. It, like, it can be so busy. We can be going from thing to thing to thing, service to service. We're involved in groups and we are growing on this discipleship journey and, and God is moving in our hearts and our lives and we're, God's taking our brokenness and making it new and then we go through pain and we go through hardship and we go through trial and we go through suffering and then we're serving people and we're giving and we're loving people and then we can get to a point in our, our journey where we're like, I just need to sit down for a little bit. Sometimes you do just need to sit. And, and maybe that's how some of you came into church this morning. Maybe you've come in today and you're going through an incredibly busy time. Maybe your soul is worn out. Maybe you're just feeling stressed and burned out. And you're coming to this place going, is it, is it okay if I just sit down for a little bit? Can I tell you, it's okay to sit down. You've come to a great place. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you've walked in the doors today. It's, it's okay to sit down. Here's what I have learned. I've learned that often those who are the most busy are probably the most broken. Because we use our busyness as a cover for dealing with the deeper stuff in our lives. If I just stay busy, I don't have to acknowledge and deal with the stuff that's going on. In fact, uh, busyness and uh, excessive serving in the kingdom isn't always a sign of holiness. Sometimes it's a sign of brokenness. And here's what I've learned. Either you sit down or God will make you sit down. You don't want the latter. Either you learn to sit when you need to sit, or God will make you sit down. David writes this in Psalm 23. He makes me lie down in green pastures. It's like, he doesn't suggest, hey, David, lie down. He's like, I'm get down. <laughs> like, he's like, you will lie down. It's like getting your kids to bed at night. You stay there. <laughs> lie down. You walk in their heads off the pillow. Lie down. He makes me to lie down. Either you learn to sit, or God will make you sit. Because it's okay to sit. It's okay to sit. Jesus comes off his journey. He's weary. He's tired. He's worn out. And so he just sits down. Friends, I want to let you know, it's okay. to. If the, if the prince of heaven had to sit, you can sit too. It's okay to sit down. You don't have to keep rushing. You don't have to keep going. You don't have to keep trying to prove yourself to other people. You don't have to appear like you've still got it all together and like you're not. You're not a little bit broken still and you're not still dealing with some stuff. Like, just sit down. If you've come to this place in that season of your life, it's okay, just sit. Here's the second thing. Sit where there's refreshment. Sit where there is refreshment. I was in Vietnam last year. I, I um, was there on missions. We've got a, some great missions partners and team that we have over in Vietnam. And we often do a conference. I know Frosty and Darcy, you guys have been over there. And we do a conference for about 100 village, rural village Vietnamese pastors every year and it's just an awesome time and I love Vietnam it's crazy it's busy the food is unreal the people are lovely and uh, we were there but it's the thing about Vietnam is it's super hot so we're over there last year it's like 38 degrees and a thousand percent humidity so you literally walk out of any air conditioning and you just perspire non-stop it's so hot and so we're there with the team we've traveled like a couple of time zones to get there and we're we're there and we're, we're ministering we're preaching we're uh, doing training and we're praying for people and we're doing the whole thing and so we're exhausted it's hot 
we're sweating. And then someone on one of the mornings comes up to me and says, would you like a Vietnamese iced coffee? Good Lord. I'm like, that sounds like a wonderful idea. Now, listen, let me tell you, let me describe Vietnamese iced coffee. Strong Vietnamese coffee, sweetened condensed milk over ice. Glory. Like it will, it will restore your soul like things you've never dreamed. Like that, they give me this Vietnamese iced coffee. It is so good. It's like it's cold, it's sweet, but also it's got caffeine. So it just like, it is the most refreshing thing. I'm like, wow. They see that I love it. And so then they ask me, do you want another one? And the answer is yes. So I'm like, yes, give, yes, I'd love one. They see how much I love it and how refreshed I am from it that every 45 minutes throughout the day, would you like an iced coffee? Because they're so cheap. Uh, they're like 20 cents to buy this iced coffee on the street. And so our host is like, this guy likes what I'm giving him, so I'm going to keep giving him to him. That evening, we're walking back to our accommodation, and I'm with Pastor Mike Griffiths. And I, and I look at him, and I say, Griffey, my heart's beating funny. I can't figure out what's going on. It's going, but, 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 but. It's just, I'm freaking out, thinking, oh, no, we're in Vietnam. It's like, what have I eaten? What have I done? And then I realize I've had seven <laughs> Vietnamese iced coffees. I didn't sleep that good that night, but tell you what, I was refreshed. You know that feeling of being refreshed? We're like, like you've, you've worked hard all day, and then you've been hot, and that shower at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I just feel refreshed. It's like life came back to me. Or like that hot day and you go for a swim at the ocean and you're like, oh, I just feel so refreshed by that. You know, Jesus is tired. He's worn out from his journey. And so he comes and he sits down, but he sits at a well. He sits at a place of refreshing. He sits at a, a life-giving place. And, you know, I've been in this church gig for a long time. I'm 21 years on staff with Elam. And I've seen so many people walk this journey. And, and what I've seen along the way is many of us, like we go through the journey and we, we, we get a little bit worn out. And that's normal. It's natural. You get a bit worn out. You get a bit tired. You get weary from the journey. And I've seen people serving God, involved and loving God and growing and being discipled. And they get that season where they're a bit worn out. And so rather than staying sitting by the well, they remove themselves because they're like, oh, I'm just worn out. So I need a break from church. I need a break from small group. I need a break from things like, because they think that this is what's taxing them and they forget that this was the place they got refreshing. And so rather than staying in the place where they get refreshing, they move away from church and they move away from small group and they move away from fellowship and they move away from the word and they move away from prayer and they sit in places that are no longer life-giving. In fact, often they go back and sit in places that never gave them life in the first place. Friends, if you need to sit down, sit. It's all good, but just sit where there's water. Sit near the well. Sit in the place where you're going to get refreshing. I, the name of our church is Elam, and the name Elam comes out of a passage in the Old Testament where the Israelites are journeying out of Egypt, and they go to a place called Marah, and the water is bitter, and they're, they're worn out from a journey, and they need fresh water. And then the Bible says they came to Elam. And Elam is this place with 70 date palms and 12 springs of water. Elam was a place of refreshing on the journey. And my heart and my prayer is that Elam would be a place of refreshing for you. And if you need to sit, sit. 
If you've come from a season where you're like, man, I'm just burned out, I'm worn out, I just need to sit for a while, great, let us draw water for you. Just be here. Just, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to sit. You don't, just sit. Let us draw water for you. Let, let this be a place that is refreshing for your soul and a place where you heal, a place where you grow. And if you need to sit, friends, sit. But make sure you keep sitting where there's water. Make sure you keep sitting where there's water. The last thought I have is this. Number three, you can still minister sitting down. My wife, God bless her, has this wonderful ability. It's like a sixth sense where she knows the exact moment that I'm relaxed. I don't know if any other husbands know this. She doesn't even need to be in the room. She doesn't even need to be in the same postcode. It's like the minute I'm relaxed, she appears with a job to do. So I'm just, I, I get home. I've learned now. So I like check the coast is clear. I sit down on the couch. Yeah. Get the remote out. TV goes on. Bit of UFC from a Sunday afternoon. Here it is. Oh, as soon as that little sigh leaves my body. Hey, babe. Oh, gosh, here we go. What do I got to do now? While you're there, could you just fold the washing? While you're sitting there, could you just help with that thing? Hey, hey, hey babe, I know you're relaxing. You've taken the day off just to recover and stuff. But while I'm out, could you hang the washing? While I'm gone, could you just make sure the dishes in the, the, the kitchen is... T it's like, I don't know how she knows. But she knows. Like while you're sitting down, could you just do it? I sometimes wonder to myself, I wonder what would happen if I left my wife a to-do list as she was relaxing. <laughs> but then I remember, I quite like being alive. So, <laughs> so we're not going to do that. But here's what she reminds me. She reminds me this, just because you're sitting down doesn't mean you can't still help. Just because you're sitting down, all the wives are like, yeah, preach, preach, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the husbands are going, traitor, like, you've abandoned us. <laughs> just because you're sitting down doesn't mean you can't still help. If um, Axe, if the keys could come and join me, that'd be, that'd be awesome. You know, it's this amazing, here's what I've learned, this is a crazy thing. It's often in that time where you're like, I'm worn out, I'm broken, I need rest, I need refreshing, I just need to sit down. It's often in those moments that God will actually minister through your life in the most powerful ways. It's often those moments where you're like, I've got nothing to give today. I'm empty, I'm worn out, I just need to sit. And then all of a sudden someone comes along your way and they need you. And you're like, uh, and then you just allow God to move and then you realize, oh wow, that is actually, that's actually an incredible position to be in because you can still minister sitting down. Like you, yeah, you need to sit, sit, but don't be surprised when God uses you when you sit and God ministers through you when you sit. And then don't be surprised when 
Ministering while you sit becomes refreshing for your soul. Jesus is sitting by the well and there's a woman there. We don't know her name. She's just called the Samaritan woman. She's at the well. And then Jesus begins to speak into her life. So Jesus is worn out. He's tired. He's done the ministry. He's on a journey and he sits at the well. And then this woman comes along. He begins to speak into her life. He begins to really reveal himself to her. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm actually the Messiah. Like, you got to understand, he's sitting with you. What he does is he encourages her, he challenges her, he convicts her, he reveals to her the sin in her life. And uh, she's like, wow, this guy knows everything about my life. He just told me everything, everything I've done, he's told me. And then he challenges her to go and sin no more. And he reveals that he's the Messiah. He's the one that everyone's waiting for. And she then goes and runs to her village. And she becomes this like evangelist for her own people going, hey, I've met the Messiah. You've got to come. And then she brings a whole bunch of people back to come and see Jesus. He's worn out. He's tired. He's sitting down. And, and he still ministers in that place of sitting down. And then, then his disciples come. And they're like, Rabbi, first of all, who you, why are you talking to this woman? Second of all, you need to eat something. We can see you're worn out and you're tired. You need to eat something. And here's what he says, John 4, 31. Rabbi, eat something. Jesus replies, I have a kind of food you know nothing about. Did someone bring him food while we were gone? The disciples asked each other. Jesus explained, my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing His work. Jesus says, to do the work of God, which is what I just did from that place of sitting down, worn out, tired, ministering to this woman, it's nourishment for my soul. It's a, it's a sustenance and a food that you don't know anything about. And that's the beauty of how God works. Often in the place where you are the most empty, is where God will move in the most powerful ways. And it's, it's the outworking of the Word of God, which says this in Proverbs 11. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will be refreshed. It seems counterintuitive because you're like, I need refreshing. Great. Those who water will themselves be watered. Those who refresh with themselves be refreshed. You can be in the place where you're like, I need to sit down and I need refreshing. God brings you someone to minister into and then all of a sudden you realize that's exactly what you needed. You thought you were just refreshing them and then all of a sudden you're like, that was nourishment for my soul. God refreshed me along the way. It's okay to sit if you need to sit. If you need refreshment, just come. Let us draw water for you. But just remember, you can still minister sitting down. And you know, it's, it's interesting, the amount of times that I've been in a place where I'm like, God, um, you're like when you're a senior pastor and you gotta preach like every Sunday, you're like, God, I got nothing today, I'm empty. I just wanna come to church and sit and I've gotta preach. And it's like actually through the act of doing God's will for my life, I walk around like, oh, that's what I needed. I needed that. that. That gave me the refreshing I needed. And some of you, you know, there's a, there's a whole bunch of people here today in Dream Team t-shirts. 
and they're serving you and they're giving and they've got the band guys. I, I can guarantee you that probably half of them came here empty today. <laughs> they're probably like, oh, flip. I've got to serve again. Like I've just had a busy week. Of, I'm worn out. But you know what? Through their act of actually blessing you, they're going to walk out of this place blessed. It's just how it works. It's exactly what they need. Some of you have been sitting in a place where you go, I just need, I need refreshment. And you've been there for way too long. Maybe the solution is to go get yourself one of those Dream Team t-shirts and join a team. Because those who refresh others are themselves refreshed. And I want to, actually I want to honor the Dream Teamers who are serving today and kids and who are serving with the communion, the band, the, those in the parents' room. Like, I want to honor them because a lot of them came today empty, needing to do what we're doing, which is just simply sitting and receiving. But it's actually in their act of serving that God's going to do something amazing. And actually through that place of emptiness, you know, where Paul says, when I'm weak, his strength is made perfect. That's, that's exactly what being empty at the well is. I got nothing, Lord. God's like, great, because I've got everything. And I'm so glad you got out the way because now I can move. <laughs>